seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havlicek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive left field, one run is in, here comes Green, here's the throw to the plate, he is safe, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. Five seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. The OPs are here tonight. Whoop, whoop. Sorry, I was getting an oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> Already eating your potato chips now. Adam has a, a, a soda can. You might as well have the wrapper. I got a wrapper. Yeah, absolutely right. So, before we get started, I need I need to apologize. Last week, I opened up a can of worms when I asked the question if people were getting tired of Mark Stoops. Which led to a conversation of us talking about they're not he's not going anywhere. He's here for life. And apparently the people at College Station listened to our podcast because after the win on Saturday, Coach Stoops was hired to go to Texas A and M. So I'm sorry, UK wait, fans, wait, wait, that wait, he's wait. leaving. He's he didn't get hired. Well what do you mean he didn't get hired? I mean, he didn't get hired. I thought it was all over the news that he was going to Texas A&M. They pulled the not-so-fast Lee Corso on him. Did huh. you not see his tweet on? Oh, disregard everything I just said then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say you're the one that showed me the tweet. <laughs> this guy. Look. He's been working on that for a week. I just like to laugh at myself. It hasn't even been a week. What are you talking about? I just like to laugh at myself. I mean, we did all you laugh all, at you. I know. All jokes aside, did you all see last night? It's uh, Mike Elko. Yeah. Which which had already said, I'm not leaving. Well, but I think when a coach comes out and says, I'm not leaving, 
that means that they're going to leave if the right job comes along. And I think Texas A&M was the right job for him. I mean, you can't – you cannot choose to stay at Duke over Texas A&M, right? Right. I don't know that you can choose to stay at Duke over anywhere. <laughs> so, being that I don't normally see the show rundown, there is no show prep for me. <laughs> but I knew we would talk about this, so I started digging through who the possibilities were, looking up whose buyout was what, blah, blah, blah. And I already had him because he only had a $5 million buyout yeah. at Duke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's nothing for A&M. They just dropped $75 million to fire a dude. Ryan Day was probably my top prospect, but he had, I think it was $64 million to buy him out at Ohio State because Ohio State boosters are already calling for his head. So Yeah. I mean, disregard the fact that the dude's only lost like five games. Seven. And how many years has he been there? Four years now? Six, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but he's lost. Three times. Yeah, Michigan. he's he's one three in, times straight. He's one in, in three. Row. He's one in three. So he's been there four years. <laughs> yeah. So he's lost seven games in four years, three of which started to Michigan, and that doesn't fly. But yeah, in that's all the Ohio State fan base fan well, base cares about. And, and, and of course, he lost to Georgia last year. But look, that wasn't his fault. No. Right. I that mean, was, that was his goofy kicker. Yeah. I mean. C.J. Stroud did everything he could do to win that football game. Hey, by the way, C.J. Stroud, if uh, we have listeners and fans of this show, you and I told every NFL franchise, including the Carolina Panthers. Who fired their head coach today. And, by the way, Wes Crouch can uh, verify that I called that at least a week ago, if not two. Um, They should have taken C.J. Stroud. He was the best. I've seen a redraft of the top ten. Bryce Young now goes 10th in a, in a redraft. Yeah. I don't know that it's Bryce Young's fault. He's too little. But watching a little bit of that game Sunday, he don't have five seconds. It reminds me of the old uh, Tim Couch when, you know, he'd hike. You know, he'd be tackled as soon as he hiked the ball. He doesn't have a lot of talent at wide receiver. Doesn't have talent anywhere. And the worst thing they could have done – was trade away all of the talent to draft him. Yeah. I mean, who is their backup right now? I have no idea. At some point, you got to figure, like, we're going to get this kid hurt if we're not careful. Just roll with the backup. Yeah. It, it, I, you look at it this way, too, though. Frank Wright really struggled down the stretch at Indianapolis. He doesn't get another job, right? Yeah, I, w- I would hope not. But in the NFL, in, in pro sports altogether, they recycle head coaches instead yeah. of giving new blood a chance. I mean, Ron Washington just got hired <laughs> to be the Angels manager. Whoever thought that was a good idea? The Angels are just as dumb as the Panthers when it comes to something like that. Like, I love Ron Washington. But, I mean, it was 12 years ago that he took the Rangers to the World Series. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Of course, you, you look at it. We say this, but the two oldest coaches in baseball were in the World Series this year. Yeah, well. So, who knows, right? One of the other ones I come up with was Jeff Trailer. Uh, I cannot imagine he stays at UT, UTSA much longer. He's a – well, that's what I was reading. Does he go to Duke, One of the reasons maybe? I put him on my list was he's a legend in Texas. As a high school coach, yeah. Now he's going to UTSA, and he's he's, he's made a name for himself yeah. there. He's ready to take that step 
but I don't know that the, the, outside of the state of Texas. The difference with, with Trailer is he's had the same quarterback for seven years yep. at UTSA. Yep. So he's never had another quarterback. So it's almost like, do you have to see? Do you have to see? A separate, another quarterback under center with him before. I you? think you have. I think if you're Indiana, you have to give a guy like that a call. Like, hey, will you yeah. come here? Did Indiana fire their coach? They did. Okay. I, there's just a lot of, and then now uh, Mississippi State hired the OC from. Um, That's a good hire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon, uh, what's his name? I don't like him. Brandon uh, Walker. Yeah, he loves him. He's like, oh, this is the greatest hire ever. He's a fat guy like me. And fat guys succeed well, in Mississippi State. <laughs> Brandon Walker is a diehard Mississippi State fan, and he did not like Arnett, the guy that they hired. He didn't like that from the minute that they did yeah. it. They did that to try to keep as much peace as they could after Coach died. Yeah. You know, so I, I get that. But you also wasted an entire year. Yeah. Right? Um, but I mean, so Levy gets off the plane. With his cowbell, and the first thing he does when he stands at the top of the stairs is he like he just rings the hell out of it. Yeah, because I mean, that's you know that's the thing there in Mississippi State. They're yeah. you know they're cowbells. So I think it's a great hire. I mean, look what Oklahoma's offense did this year. Yeah, um, I really look. I, I I think that's a really good hire. Yeah, I, and I, Sam I, Pittman still has a job. Yeah, they wanted to give him one more year for what? To prove he can go winless. I mean, he ruined KJ Jefferson this year. That, that, that dude probably would have been drafted. I don't Not know. Now. I don't know that he will now. That's for sure. Also, yeah, it's like think. the gal on TikTok says, "I will lose five straight games for half half a million dollars." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen that. He goes, <laughs> "When they get in the interview, he says." What happened? I, I, I'm surprised I they know. Me, I don't even know what a quarterback is. I, I'm surprised that they gave me nine games. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm surprised I made it this long. Oh my gosh! So, so if Duke opens up, Trailer could be an option there. Indiana's an option there. I don't know if you know this, but Duke has opened up. Oh, did he officially take it? Yeah, he officially got hired today. Yeah. Okay, I last not, night, last night they announced it. I saw last on both night sides that he was, was going to talk official. to the team within the next twenty. No, no, hours. like, like he's the coach at Texas. A&M. Oh, okay. No, he I, talked. I he talked to that. his team at Duke yesterday afternoon. I got you. Uh, about five o'clock. So, so how do you think this Stoops thing actually went down? I think the fan base caused such an uproar that. They, they felt like they had no option but not to offer him the job. So this is like the Greg Schiano Tennessee fiasco. I 100% believe, after everything I've read, that he was going to be the head coach of Texas A&M. I think he felt like he was. Reading his tweet, I do too. Mm-hmm. I think from what I read on that tweet and other uh, comments that he's made on it, I think he was believing the hype that we just talked about last week. That people are uh, getting tired of this false sense of you know program. We're not Alabama or Georgia. We're a seven and five football team. So he's believing all that and just said, "Now's my time to get out." And then the Louisville game is what you know changed his mind. Okay, so what about the? So have you heard the news today that Luke is Luke Ferns? Kirk. Kirk Ferns may retire 
because he's been pretty emotional after the last several games. Who's the Iowa head coach? And that's there's some ties to Stoops there. I don't think so. Would Stoops leave now after what he just said? Not for Iowa. Stoops would leave now only to follow Harbaugh. For Michigan. 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 That is, he said before he came here, that was his dream job was Michigan. That's the only job Stoops going to leave for. I would, I would agree with that. And would he be the one they would hire? I mean, I think he's – you look at what he's done. Because that job's going to open up here in about a month. You look at what he's done at Kentucky. Because he's leaving Michigan. He's yeah. developed players. That's what he does right. is he develops players. He uses the transfer portal about as well as anybody. Yeah. He'll have unlimited resources at Michigan. He's got Big Ten ties. He's going to take Vince Morrow with him, who's got Big Ten ties. Yep. Plus, he now has a pipeline to the south. I think the Michigan job would be very intriguing for him. Yeah. And, I mean, he likes to play Big Ten-style football anyway. What do you think is holding him back at Kentucky? Why do you think he's being held back? Okay, let me rephrase it. If he was to go to Michigan, do you think he could compete for national championships like Jim Harbaugh does? No, I think he'd get fired. Because at the end of the day, he's not a, he's, he's not, not a national championship. He's not coach. a ten, eleven, twelve win football coach. No. Stoops is poor at best at clock management, mm-hmm. and if he goes to Michigan, then a program like Michigan that is used to winning and has a history of winning, if you're a poor clock manager. I can tell you this. You roll in there and after three straight wins against Oregon or Ohio State and then you lose a couple of games in a row to Ohio State, that's all it will take. Right. Well, so and we had said like I'm not Adam got all got all got all twisted. I think he took what I said out of context. I'm not saying Mark Stoops is a bad football coach. I'm saying Mark Stoops is where he needs to be. Right. Mark Stoops is at Kentucky. He's at a program that he needs to be at. He doesn't need to go anywhere else. Yeah. You look at guys like Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong should have never left Louisville. And he would still be there. He would still be there. Yes. Because they would still be doing their eight, nine wins a year. Because Louisville is not expected to win a national championship. Nope. And I think people think that we should be able to do that. Because now you got people who think that, you know, well, Nick Saban did it at Alabama. Kirby Smart's done it at Georgia. Dabo Sweeney's do you know they? Well, those are blue blood programs that have always been football programs. Uh-huh. Those are coaches that are Bob Stoops level, not Mark Stoops level. And I don't even know if Bob Stoops is in that category. He's he's if he's not, he's right below. Him, but he's better than Mark. Yes, uh, I will say Bob Stoops never did it anywhere other than Oklahoma, though. Well, that's true. But I will say. But when you fall off, look how hard it is to get back. Oklahoma, Texas, USC, Notre Dame even to it. Like, these teams are your Cornhuskers. Blue blood programs that when you fall on hard times, it's hard to get back. Yeah, and it's not going to get any easier for USC or Nebraska because USC, who's actually the next the next <laughs> time. USC is going to 
the Big Ten. Bad move. They got slaughtered in the Pac-12. Now, granted, it might have been the best Pac-12 that there's been in ages. But if you look at the Pac-12 right now, and you move these one, two, three, four teams that are moving in there, I would argue Oregon's the only one that can compete on the Michigan-Ohio State level. You don't think Washington can? I don't. I think Washington has caught lightning in a bottle with Michael with Big Penix energy, yeah. right? Let's see what he does now that Penix leaves. Mm-hmm. Oregon it opens them up now to even a greater reach for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, now they that they they can pull quarterbacks now out of the Midwest, you know? I mean, they re they rebuilt Bo Nix. I mean, yeah, because Bo Nix is a top ten NFL draft pick. Every and mock Adam draft, will disagree with that. Every mock draft that had, had comes out now, Bo Nix is in the top ten. The, the dude is completing seventy seven percent of his passes. Listen, there's a lot of mock drafts that have Bo Nix going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at ten. You'll take it. I'll all take day, it right? all day long. Yeah. Yeah. All day long. I like Bo Nix, and I like Michael Penix. Now, and, Michael Penix is a little injury prone. And Bo Nix was not an NFL quarterback at Auburn. They no. almost broke him. They did. And have you seen that piece? That uh, there was a They did a, a thing on him recently that he was under so much pressure because he was following in daddy's footsteps at, at Auburn that he was so worried about – not making Auburn what he wanted Auburn to be, that he got in his own head. And then when he got hurt in 21, he he was like, I think it's time for me to make a change. And that's when he wound up going to Oregon. And he's been fantastic at Oregon. I mean, he legitimately might be the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I w- you don't want to face Oregon if they make the college football playoff. Well, Oregon's going to beat Washington. We're going to talk about those games later. Right. Um and that's going to cause lots of <laughs> the the there's going to be lots of upset schools upset schools because we're only taking four right and that's and that's why we're expanding one here's my thought and and we'll talk about this in a little bit if you want to George is a lock no matter what they do Saturday George is a lock interesting I would argue. Michigan might be a lock. I think Michigan is a lock. If you think Michigan's a lock, Georgia's a lock. Georgia's been number one all year long. Yeah. Um, then sketchy stuff happens with three and four. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, if Florida State goes undefeated, they have to be in. And they're not going to be. And if Washington goes undefeated, they have to be in. They will be. But if, I, I'm if, telling you, Florida State's going to get penalized for Travis not being. If they penalize a 13 and 0 ACC champion, then you're basically saying the ACC does not matter. They're going to use that injury. Well, they've already done it. They've already done it. They flopped them. They flip flopped them. I'm just saying. And if, the crazy part about it is, is Florida State still has the highest. Look, here's the thing. If Florida State has the highest chance to be in the playoff, then why are they five and not four? No. They have the highest chance or they have a higher chance than Washington is what I'm saying. Right? So, 
well, it's going to be crazy. I don't know that you have it on here, so let's let's I, go on and talk about it. I, I it, it's kind of it's kind of in there, but so you know, I had Lincoln Riley. You know, he sucks. By the way, he needs to go to the he needs to go to the NFL. Right, the Arizona Cardinals need to go hire him to be their head coach. Because, the, or maybe he, the Carolina Panthers. He's in a bad spot. Yeah, he's in a bad spot. I mean, you came in, they gave you all this money, you brought Caleb Williams, and what have you done? Nothing. They were in the they were in the the talk last year for the playoffs. Would they go ten and two last year? Something like that. Had yeah. they beat Utah in the? But big... I mean, they've lost like five games in a row this yeah, year. Yeah, they're bad. They were seven and zero, and then they lost five in a row. Right? They're bad. Yeah. And we talked about a while ago USC. I don't know that they can recover from this now moving to the Big Ten. No, I don't. They're think so a middle of the pack team, the Big Ten at best. Yeah. And I mean, they're gonna have. You, we, we talked about getting the right guy. You've brought it at this point. Through the same number of games, Lincoln Riley has the exact same record as Clay Helton. Yeah, well, and now it's worse. He's worse. And they they wanted to run Clay Helton out of town. And look what Clay Helton's doing with Georgia Southern. Yeah. <laughs> Clay Helton obviously is a good football coach. Yeah. Of course, we had we talked a little bit about UK winning. That's that, huge. That's five in a row over, like, over Louisville. We're to a point that's now nice. where it's almost not a rivalry anymore. You've won five in a row, and you know it's funny. It's funny that you said that because ever since Coach Mays made that point about well, we haven't won since like 2016 or whatever. Well, that's not a rivalry anymore, and a rivalry is Auburn and Alabama. That game was. By the way, I know Alabama won that game, but they tried every way in the world to taking that game away from them. It was some really bad calls. The kid them. caught the ball too. I know yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of issue about did he catch the ball? The kid caught the ball. You talking about at the very end? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, it looked well, very clear to me they, that he caught they, it. They're saying that he didn't possess it, control it all the way through, and by the time he did control it, he was out of bounds. Okay, that's one of the dumbest rules in sports. If that ball doesn't touch the ground, I don't care if you slide 50 freaking feet. Here's my problem. If you're running the ball, the moment it breaks the plane, it's a touchdown, right? right. Yeah. So then why isn't it the same way as the receiver? The moment he, bam, in his hands, that's a touchdown. And foot down. And he had both feet down. Yeah. And the problem is, is it's never the same. Yeah, right. Controlling the ball Cause it's, for one team and controlling the ball for another team is totally different. Because it's subjective. Right. I saw a TikTok today on TikTok. Is the NFL scripted? Scripted. You talking about the it showed the two games at the same time? Josh Allen not not getting a late hit and then Justin Herbert with with late hit? Yes. No. This one is predicting I, I saw that one too. Is predicting a repeat of the Super Bowl. And it t- shows all the ties of Taylor Swift and mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. And DeAndre Swift and what Swift stands for, the acronym, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, and it's it goes to the same thing. And then it shows a couple plays where the Chiefs should have lost yardage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was something was called a catch. Same thing with the Eagles, where against them, a similar play where it was to me clear that it was a catch or yep. they broke the plane or blah, blah, blah. 
and there's no conclusive evidence, so they didn't overturn the call. Well, because and 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 there there has to be irrefutable is the word they use. Yeah. Well, yes. What the hell is irrefutable evidence? Like I can like, it's because it's subjective. They're all subjective calls. Yeah. Yeah, I, and and it truly is because. Well, you say it all the time. There could be holding on every single play mm-hmm. in football. It's always the most important plays that there's holding on. Yep. But the thing is, you got to have irrefutable evidence if they called it on the field. Yeah. It's not holding if he didn't call it on the field and you go back and look at the replay yeah. and he grabs a guy by the face mask and rips it clean well, off his helmet. That's not that's not a face mask. Well, if you're if you're running back it's a it stiff arm. Yeah. I hate that. I've seen Derrick Henry grab a guy by the face mask and twist his head and keep running. That's not how's that not a face mask? Well, there was one over the weekend. I don't know if it was NFL or college, but the the kid was doing a kick return and they grabbed him and his head spun around backwards, but they called a block in the back on his team. Josh Allen got Saturday. I, on I the, can't remember which game like, it was. And they were side by side. How do you call a block in the back and miss the dude about break that kid's neck? Well, on the not on the not late hit roughing the passer on Josh Allen in the Eagles game, he got horse collared as he's they rip his jersey and they have him it's textbook horse collar where they tell you to like that's a horse collar. Yeah. And Gene Sterator. Yeah. The rules analysis there for CBS, he was like I don't know what they're looking at. That's textbook a horse collar. Like, yeah. And they come well, back and, and say, I, I saw nothing. Well, and you and I were texting about that game. I mean, the, the Bills were killing the Eagles. And the next thing you know, touchdown Eagles, touchdown Eagles, touchdown Eagles. And I'm like, what the flip happened? Right. I, I'll be stunned if the Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl. They are not very good right now. They don't, no. they don't have any receivers. They got – Rasheed Rice, who had a career game yesterday, and they got Travis Kelsey, who they couldn't get the ball to yesterday. Everybody thinks that he's got Taylor Swift so far up his tail right now that he's not playing well. But the only thing that's helping the Chiefs is on that side. Everybody has the same record. The top four teams. The the, the AF – I think the Ravens are the best team in the the AFC. I do too. Yeah. I'm a little stunned that they did not murder – the Chargers last night, though, as bad as the Chargers are. Like, how the heck does that dude still have a job? Uh, he won't at the end of the year. Surely to God he won't. So. But, so, we got off. We got off. Let's talk about the college football playoff. Okay. Okay, because we don't, we, we, we don't have that on here. I think Georgia's a lock. Win. I, I agree <laughs> with you. I think Michigan's a lock. Win. Win. I think, and then I got, I think the winner of – Washington, Oregon's in. Yes. And then it depends. There's lots of – I think if Florida State wins, they're in. But it I, would be – it would be awful if they left them out. It would be one of the worst things. I think it's going to be hard for them to beat Louisville with their backup. They didn't play great against the Gators. I don't know, but – Louisville didn't look – I mean, they turned look, – look how many times they turned the ball over. They did. Jake Pl- Jack Plummer. Yeah. Um, the, the, the biggest problem is the – or the argument will be, right, if Texas wins mm-hmm. against Oklahoma State, they're the one-loss team. If Alabama That's the beats key right Georgia – 
If Alabama beats Georgia. How in the world, dude? Because that's going to be the argument. And what's going to happen is, well, Alabama got beat by Texas early in the year, and they're a better team now than they were then, which is not wrong. No, Jalen Milrow is a much better quarterback than he was. But how do you look at that and go, but Texas beat them head-to-head on the road at Alabama, uh-huh. and it wasn't close. No. They murdered them. Yep. People better pray that Georgia beats Alabama. Because here's the deal. If Alabama beats Georgia, you they're and I, in. They're in. You and, and I both know and that. Texas will be out. So, you talk. can you imagine if Texas and Florida State, both of them get, get left out? Yeah. And we go – Georgia, Alabama. Uh, I mean, it is it is possible. I can see this happening. That we're only getting the one SEC team, whoever wins this game. And I really, be honest with you, that's really the only way it can go. I th- listen. I, Georgia doesn't have a strong resume. They don't, but they're like. I mean, Missouri's the, the best team they've beat. The two-time defending national champions, undefeated, even at one loss. I don't see there's any way they get left out. And they and they're going. They Carson Beck will be the number one draft pick when he goes out. Yeah, because that, that kid's good. I mean, but he, again, he really, you're talking about a subjective vote. It's all subjective. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. No, but I'm telling but the, you, they did come out and say that the Jordan Travis injury did not have an effect on it. Okay, well, if it didn't have an effect on it, why did you flip them? Right. So they didn't lose. The best thing that could happen, Georgia. Michigan, Florida State, Washington, all hold court. They all win, and I think those are the four teams. Yes. That's the easiest thing. they're all undefeated. They're all undefeated. They all play in power Everybody five. else has one loss. Everybody else has one loss. And I think that's the, that is the scenario that the selection committee is praying for. Right. Because, I mean, nobody thinks I was going to beat Michigan, okay? I mean, they're – Michigan's favored by 22, which they're not going to cover that. No, but so they they ain't covered anything since Harbaugh's been gone. Michigan, I think, is is a lock. I think I still think Georgia's a lock. Uh, but some, even if they lose, even if they lose, even if they lose, I disagree on that. One. Now, there's Sean. There's no way. There's zero way that they can they can be number one all year long. Lose to Alabama, who's what fifth right now? Eighth. Eighth. Even losing to Alabama at eight, I could see Alabama not making it and Georgia making it in a, in a scenario of Alabama winning. Wow. Georgia's in. I mean, they should be. No, I, like, I, like I, I would put my oceanfront property that I don't own on it. <laughs> You're taking what should happen based on true fact when – Reality is, like we just said, it's a subjective vote mm-hmm. yeah. on who gets in, and Georgia is going to get you more ratings. And, you know, the, the argument with Texas is, well, they lost to Oklahoma, and look what the hell happened to Oklahoma. Yeah. So that was a bad loss. Yeah. yeah. And the, so ar- and the flip side strikes. The flip, the flip side is, well, that loss to Texas, look how good Texas has been. Yeah. That's a good loss. Yeah. The fact that we look at good and bad losses 
as yeah. opposed to it just being it's a like loss. A moral victory, right? right? It's like I mean, well, it you, goes back to Wes's thing with the the high school football, yeah. and the RPI, yeah. It it means nothing, right? It's just a pretty way of showing what those who want this scenario to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and 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 you you look at like last week, not this week, but the last week. You had all these teams playing these cupcakes. <coughs> well, it's because we set the standard that if you take that, if you take a loss at the end of the season, it hurts you more yep. than it does at the beginning of the season. So they're going to back in those cupcakes to make sure that, you know they're not going to play Texas the week before they play Auburn and the week after they played Tennessee or whoever it was. Right? They're not going to do that. Nope. Get that out of the way at the beginning of the season because you have the opportunity to say that's not the Alabama team that's playing now, right? Which, like you said, this, the today's word of the day is subjective. Yep. You know, um, I love football, but that is the problem with football. Yeah. Both, well, at all levels, is you've only got twelve games to make a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Basketball Wildcats can go out there and have a bad day. Somebody is going to have a bad day. And if you have a bad day and take that L, it ruins your entire season. Yeah. Yeah. There I mean, is no recovery yeah. from a just somebody having a bad day. Now, the narrative changes come next season, right? All these teams are in next year. Doesn't matter. But then, but then, but then we start arguing twelve and thirteen. Right. I was going to say, and, and then instead, but of but at doing, that point, you're talking about a team with two losses versus a team with one loss, right? And, you know, but but still, instead of arguing four, five, and six, now we're arguing eleven, twelve, and thirteen, right? And it's, I mean, it's it, it's a never ending thing because then because the team that's thirteen and fourteen, they're like, well, we deserve to be in, yeah. And you could go to sixteen teams, and you got teams seventeen and eighteen. But I mean, you look at. And then since Kentucky is a perennial ten and two football club now, we're talking about right. Kentucky. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at for instance, we if we had the twelve team this year, Missouri is in that twelve teams. Mm-hmm. So it's Louisville. And Missouri's they they're they're pretty good. They're okay. They're not a national championship guy, but you could see them on any given Saturday. Knock off one of these teams, but I think it says more about how weak the SEC East is this year than how good Missouri is. Maybe we'll see what Drinkowitz does after. Yeah, he he sucks. He keeps going. He's a so he's a suck bag. I mean, Oklahoma State can legitimately beat Texas and get them out of the way. Pac-12's getting one of the two teams. Agreed. Which I'm, I I. Not playing at Washington, I think Oregon has the better coach. I think they have the better quarterback. They got the better defense. I think Oregon mops the floor with. I don't know if they beat them by a ton, but they're gonna they're gonna control that football game. Yeah. Um, I think Washington, Ohio State, and the Rose Bowl could be a, a, a fun game. Yeah, and, and and I've heard it all day long. People are like, well, Ohio, Ohio State still has a chance. No, they don't. They shouldn't. No, they do not. But it's yes, but, they beat Notre Dame. Yes, they beat Penn State. But those two teams aren't what what they what we thought they were. But again, word of the day, subjective. And the committee really likes Ohio State. They travel well. They travel well. 
I'm, I'm, it's not likely, but I'm saying there's a scenario that we look up in the college football playoffs and Ohio State comes into the number four spot. There's a lot. This is going to be a fantastic weekend of football. I can tell you that right now. A lot has to happen for that to happen, though, right? Tomorrow night will be the new rankings. It'll be interesting to see how far they fall because they're number two right now. They should fall out of the top five. They should. But they lost to number three, right? They did. So, you got to take that into consideration. They, they lost to the number three team. Yeah. Michigan will move up. It wouldn't surprise me, Sean, I'm being completely honest, for the new rankings to come out. And Ohio State to be four or five. Would not surprise me at all. No, it won't me either. It won't me either. Um, Alabama's at eight. They're not moving into the top four. They're going. They'll move up about six, probably. Yeah. So you, you, Which is a scary spot for a team like Alabama. Like that's a scary yeah. spot for the teams that are that, that are ahead of them. What was Texas last week? I think they're seven. Uh, let's see here. That's what I was. Do we see a scenario where Ohio State four, Alabama five, Texas six? No, because that so would we've got, that would uh, flop Florida State. Wait, yeah. Florida, Florida State. So I think the top four: Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Yeah, Washington's four. Oregon is six. Texas is seven. Florida State's five. Alabama's eight. Ohio State will come in at five. Oregon will stay six. So Florida State moves up to four, and yeah. Washington's at three. Yeah. So you're you're saying Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Washington, and Florida, Florida State. State. There's a there's a distinct possibility that Michigan jumps uh, Georgia because they beat number two. Yeah. Knowing this group of people, you know, you can see that happening. So possible, um, but I don't think it's likely. I, yeah, it, it's going to be a wild weekend. I will also say that. Um, I'm not on board with Wes. I think uh, you know he talked about he talked about John Summerall being the next head coach of Kentucky if Stoops went somewhere. I think we've got. I think Stoops has gotten Kentucky to a place where we can do better than John Summerall. Like I think we can go get a coach. And I know John Summerall has done the right. You know he's went here and he's proven he can win. And you know I think we can go get a guy. Summerall was on the short list for the A and M job. So was he really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Lane Kiffin, Summerall. They were on the – they well, were way down the Well, line, all so. day long Saturday, uh, <coughs> Adam was trolling Wes, saying Neil Brown was coming to Kentucky. And he's like, oh, he, he won eight games with them, you know, or whatever they did. He's like, perfect for Kentucky. I'm like, that would be the dumbest thing Kentucky could ever do, is to bring him back in there. One Twitter feed even had Dabo going to – I was big on the dab. Like I thought, whenever the whenever the Mark Stoops thing fell through, I suspected it was because they got they caught wind that a big name might be interested, either Ryan Day or Dabo Sweeney, and because I like that's a job that can throw an obscene amount of money at somebody. You know, both the fun- of them are sixty million dollar buyouts. The, the, the funny thing about that is, though, is A and M is the classic case of little brother. Of the ones that think they're more than what they are. Yeah, like they're yes. they think they're they think they should be in the same conversation as Texas, Oklahoma, and they're not. Yeah, and it's not just football. 
I mean, basketball. Too, I mean, they the wanted to get Kirby Smart. They were gonna. It was rumored they were gonna offer him over twenty million a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was actually quoted by Booster. Yeah, that the Booster fan base had pledged a hundred million dollars guaranteed for a five-year contract to get Kirby away from Georgia. Kirby ain't leaving Georgia. No. Why the heck would he? Yeah. I mean, he legitimate has an opportunity to win three straight national championships. Yeah. And, and you want to look over the last 15 years, and we talk about all these dynasties that we had with Alabama and Clemson and Georgia. Georgia's doing something the other two teams never did. Yep. They never won three in a row. Yep. They never won 30 games in a row. Well, I guess they're technically 29 right now. But, I mean, I can see them winning the national championship pretty easily and rolling right on. Actually, aren't they at 42 wins in a row? No. No, it's it's. I think it's 29. Well, they played 12 a season. So, 12-12, that's 24. Another 12 is 36. I think it's 39. I don't. Well, look, look it up. Well, I mean, stage. they play twelve. They, they, they've gone no, undefeated. You, you're right, but I'm pretty sure I saw a statistic that they were twenty nine. They had won twenty nine games in a row. They lost the the first year. Remember, they lost to Alabama okay. and got into the playoff. So they might be dead. That was. He's not went undefeated two. So two in the college football playoffs two years ago. They went fifteen last year. So that's seventeen. And they're at twelve nine. That's twenty nine. There you yeah. go. Twenty nine. Okay, that's what I thought. I, 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 for, I forgot they lost in the SEC championship game. Yeah, yeah. Because them and Alabama replayed in the national championship and they beat them that time. Yeah. So, Steelers fired Matt Canada. Yeah. I know that's not big news, but what's big news about it is it's the first time since nineteen forty one. Because the Steelers the, don't the, do stuff like that. The Steelers have fired a coach or a coordinator in midseason. Yeah, they don't because that's not the Steeler way. And they go out in the first game when he's gone and they go for 400 yards of offense, which is the first time they've done that in two years. Yeah. 400 but, yards of offense is nothing in today's NFL. But doesn't it talk about how bad the Cincinnati Bengals are right now? And the Bengals were in that game. Yeah. Um, but they ran the ball. Najee Harris showed up out of nowhere. I think it just goes to show you how bad everybody hated Matt Canada. I mean, look at the Raiders. Yeah. They gave the Chiefs everything they wanted yesterday. I'm telling you, if they don't hire they don't Pierce hire as their head coach, Pierce, they're stupid. Dumb. Because they're, they're doing this with a rookie quarterback who I still don't understand why they do not like Garoppolo, but – I think he. I think Antonio Pierce and the offensive coordinators. Of the, I think they thought O'Connell was the guy. Oh, and Aiden O'Connell was not recruited by a Division One school. Was a preferred walk-on at Purdue, and is now starting for the Los Angeles Raiders. The Raiders hate Oakland, Las, uh, the Las, Las Vegas. Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. They'll always be Los Angeles. Uh, Garoppolo to me. has nothing to do with Garoppolo. It's because Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniel. He's a guy. Josh McDaniel guy. That like I think it was them distancing themselves from Josh McDaniel. Yes. Josh McDaniel. So Garoppolo him. will be gone after this season. Yes. yes. Do they stick with O'Connell? You think? Uh, maybe, but I they I think they're like it's just it has nothing to do with Garoppolo. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, O'Connell's not played bad. Yeah. They just need more pieces. Yeah. They, they do. They need more defense. They could use another wide receiver. They're, they're not really utilizing Michael Mayer from uh, Notre Dame a lot. But, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I really like Antonio Pierce. I the think decision makers on that team probably do like Garoppolo. But they will not. Antonio Pierce will not. Will not well, I mean, it was an instant bench. Yeah. Because Antonio Pierce will be acting coach. Jimmy Garoppolo will be moving and will be starting uh, uh, Aiden O'Connell for well, the rest of the season. And Josh McDaniel will be back in New England next year's offense coordinator. Yeah, and there's rumors that Bill Belichick's going to get traded mm-hmm. to another team, which is stupid. Well, one of the teams they're talking about is my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I will be furious if we trade oh, for man. Bill Belichick. Is this Brady round three? God, I I just no. really, like trade Bill Belichick. Bill, Bill Belichick's one of these guys that I just want to go away. Yeah, he just he, just go away. Look, at this point, it was not the Patriot way; it was the Tom Brady way. Right. Well, and like Tom Brady needed Belichick, right, to be as great as he is. But like you said, Belichick, his success, he's a he's a he's a defensive wizard, right? Yeah. But you can thank Tom Brady for those. Yeah. Like. It was a perfect storm that came together. Just go. Just leave. Yeah. You're- I mean, the fact that Brady went to Tampa Bay mm-hmm. in the first season, won a Super Bowl, and was competitive for two years after Should have won the Super Bowl his second year yeah. when they got beat by the Rams. Yeah. Had, had we started playing before halftime, yeah. we probably beat the Rams. Yeah. Wasn't that the – I forgot the fourth down game? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> it's fourth down. No, it's fifth down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but, that just shows old age. What that was. But uh, <laughs> I think, I, I mean, it's there's there's some cha- there's some coaching changes that have to happen this year in the NFL. Have to. Yeah, and and I know it's not the Steeler way. You t- we t- we talk about them firing Matt Canada. Mike Tomlin has to be on the hot seat. Well, he better get his OC hire correct in the offseason. Yeah. He better make that right. What about a guy like Ben Roethlisberger? Could he be a good OC? I don't think Ben Roethlisberger has any interest in that. I'm just like I'm just asking. You could 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 a, could a quarterback, a, a successful quarterback in the NFL, do you think they could be a good OC? I do. I think so. Somebody like him mm-hmm. who, you know, Ben wasn't built as a quarterback, right? I don't he's know that they. I don't know that Kenny Pickett's the right. He's quarterback. not. No, Kenny Pickett, I think, is a bust. Kenny Pickett is a. Darren managed to dump him off in in Dynasty. Kenny Kenny Pickett is destined to be a lifelong backup quarterback. Yeah, I might need him back though. <laughs> Baker got hurt. Yeah, it looks like maybe Kyle Trask is a, may, might might get to start this week. Uh oh! I started this season with six quarterbacks. I'm down to two, and one of them just got hurt yesterday. <laughs> he hurt his ankle, but they're playing Carolina, who's lost 11 straight, I think. No, they've lost 11 to 12. And, and um, we're only one game out of first place in the division. That's how bad the <laughs> NFC South is. Yeah. And Todd Bowles needs to get fired, too. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you, though, that there's a lot of coaching changes need to because some of these games are getting hard to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, the two games that were on TV the other day was the Titans and the Panthers. 
and the Bengals and the Steelers. Four of the absolute worst offenses in the National Football League. And I'm like, we can't do any better than this. Right. I thought we could move games. But then you look at the other slate, there weren't any good. Buffalo and Philadelphia was the best game. Yeah. There's been a couple times this season where the best game of the week was the one on Amazon Prime. Yeah, on Thursday. And you can't watch Sean's the only one who can watch it. I can watch it. Can you watch it? Yeah. I watch it we almost every Thursday. We don't get Amazon Prime now. Uh, you don't have internet. <laughs> well, this Still week working we, on that. This, I have found out who has put fiber in front of my house. Well, this good. week we got uh, Seattle and Dallas. On Thursday? Yeah. I think Dallas will kill them. I don't think so. I think it's in Seattle. Seattle's not played this well this year as they did last year. Pete Carroll's another guy that needs to go. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's him, him and Belichick. His, you rode your way. Him I, and his chomping gum. Do you think? Let's and then we'll, and then we'll move on from football. Do you think Pete Carroll could go back to USC and resurrect him? Yes, I do too. I do. I do too. Did you all see Pete Carroll got a 15 yard penalty for throwing his gum? No, that's fantastic. <laughs> but that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, he's and he got didn't spunk. really. He didn't really throw it. He was yelling, and it come out. Yeah, but they threw. They gave him a that's 15 fantastic. yard unsportsmanlike. I mean, it, for his age, he's got a lot of spunk. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's see. What do we want to move on to now? Hmm. Looks like Christmas movies was our most nominated thing for our December tournament bracket. I agree. I think it's I think it's the one that makes the most sense. And 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 we've got to figure out a way to match these things up. We got to to figure, where we don't have. No, I don't worry about that. I'll I'll take all the criticism. Yeah, because I'm listen. I'm in charge of the matchup. So if you want to be mad. Be mad at me. I, I know. As long as you are not using the Sean Kuyper randomizer wheel. Well, that's what he did. That's what he. That's what he did with that one. Is every day he would just randomize two and eliminate them. Had we not had gravy on there as a side, we would have. We wouldn't have had gravy versus mashed potatoes. I thought it was fantastic how it worked out, though. That was fun. Had we not put a condiment on there, I mean, it's a condiment any other time of the year. Thanksgiving, it's not a condiment, but. You know, I think that's the fun part about these things. It's the the emotion that garners. By the garners. way, we need to go on and give our winners. Like, we need to announce our winners. I know we keep saying that. Did we have any winners? We can just pick. I mean, we didn't give the turkey away in time that we were supposed we can give, to. We can give a turkey certificate. Maybe we can get a Christmas turkey. Yeah. Christmas ham. Christmas All right, ham. so – before so for next week we'll 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 get that ready and together. Yeah, because um, we don't want to make it look like that we do empty promises. Right, right. I know what you do for Christmas movies. Make it totally random. Draw them out of a hat. NBA jam it. <laughs> what? Winner moves on. <laughs> Winner gets studio. the higher seed. Loser gets the low seed. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like? You mean literally? I draw one out and go, yeah. "Okay, I'm Christmas We're vacation." Draw for the and you're sixteen, and you're the Home Alone. So. <laughs> I I could I, that well. That's that's about as random as it gets. So we could do that. Question: Are we doing series? Like, can we do all the Santa Clauses, or are we doing the Santa Claus as a series? Well, see, I thought about that, but like, I think Adam was like, "Well, you can't have it as three separate movies." Why can't you? I mean, 
And all, I mean, there are three equally established movies. How would you rank them? Two, one, three. When he gets married, when he first becomes Santa Claus, and then Frost on the, at the end. I think I would rank them how they came out. One, two, three. I could see that, but my favorite one is two. Two is a really yeah. good one. Yeah. And, and it's the one they show on TV the least. Yeah. Because it shows the plastic Santa Claus's butt. I have to tell on myself. That was on the marathon over the weekend. We watched all three movies. Back to back to back. We were, we had to come to town for something. Oh, bring Adam his cake. Paused it during three while we come to town. Brought Adam the cake. We get back, playing it, finishing the movie. We get about 30 minutes from the end. Laney gets up to go to the bathroom, hits the up channel button, lost it. Gone. I got a little too upset over not getting to see the last 30 minutes of a Christmas movie from almost 30 years ago. I would be stunned if Christmas Vacation doesn't win. Stunned. Who's the who's the next closest competitor? Home Alone or Home Elf? Elf? Elf will be up there. Elf, Elf will be up there. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I'm saying. We've got to build this bracket the best possible scenario. I way. got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because I could see the four. I could see Home Alone and I'll Elf, just... Christmas movie, and Christmas movie. Uh, all Christmas movie, Sean. Uh. Christmas Vacation, I mean, and A Christmas Story as your final four. So, I'll do I'll do and, some research. And, and I'm I'll, not a big Christmas Story guy, but I could see it being a person. I'll do some research. Depending on what my research shows, I may overrule. I, I am the architect, by the way. So, I, like, I'll, I'll overrule somebody. I don't give a damn. I, I think we may have to include them separately. The three Santa Clauses? And the two Home Alones. Oh, God. Home Alone 2 was awful. No, it was not. It's in top 16. Whew, I don't know. Name 15 better Christmas movies. Well, I mean, Christmas with the Cranks is one of them for sure. It's a sure. good one. It's a good one. Um, Jingle All the Way's there. I have. I don't think I've seen that. Turbo Man? Arnold Schwarzenegger? and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I'm not. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not that. It's not on TV. Um, no, it's not. What's the uh, played a lot? Arthur Christmas. You seen that one? What's the cartoon? The the train. Tom Hanks. See, I hate the Polar Express. But I mean, it's there. Uh, I don't know. It's it, not a top sixteen. Though. I don't think it's top sixteen. I bet it'll be on your research as well. Well, I'll you, let you, you know. You got at least three Grinch movies to choose from. Yeah, but. You got the you got the cartoon movie because the other one's a show. The original is like a thirty minute yes, show. Yeah. So I like the cartoon movie better than any of them. One of those two will be on there. I don't think they both will. Yeah. And I would prefer the Jim Carrey Grinch over the cartoon. A lot of people do, but I I, I like the Die Hard. Shut up. Not a Christmas movie. <laughs> it absolutely is a it Christmas. Is not I, a Christmas. I will. Movie. I promise you. That will be a comment that people will gripe it's about not. when you release the, the thing. Listen, you can be pissed at me. <laughs> Die Hard is not. Hey. It is not a Christmas movie. Record me right now. 
You are? All right. Like, with the camera? No. Here. Get your phone out and record me, and we're going to drop this this week. As a teaser? Tell me when we're ready. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, so be mad all you want to. It's not making the bracket. <laughs> but mash or gravy. <laughs> hey, gravy the is- architect has spoken. I'm telling you, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's not. It is definitely not a Christmas movie. So do we want to go to the uh, pick them, or do we want to talk some uh, wrestling? Well, seeing as how it's closing in on eight, let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> I was going to say you talked about Christmas movies, so you go straight into Chick Magnet. <laughs> I mean, the Survivor Series was this past weekend. Uh huh. I don't. A lot of people were not happy with it. I thought it was a great show. But I thought as an overall pay-per-view, it was one of the better ones that they've had. Well, so Dave LaGreca used to be a – we used to be a a hot listen to Dave LaGreca, right? We used to be big Dave Dave LaGreca fans. Until until AEW arose. Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry, all three said it was the best best pay-per-view, no matter company, that they had seen in a while. I mean, all the matches were great. The Miz and Gunther were fantastic. Because Walter is fantastic. Yeah, and, and and it just shows you how good the Miz is. I didn't like the ending. It was a little wonky. I would have rather him just powerbond him again instead of doing the the Boston Crab or whatever. But it just shows you how good the Miz can be. Um the women's war game match started really crappy. It, it did, but man alive! Once they, they all got, all got in, in there, there yeah. they were doing some some major major stuff. Well, off I the mean, top whenever rope. you get the fans chanting "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> during a women's match, yeah, that's big. That's that was big. when EO put the trash can on and jumped off the top of the cage. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and then when Charlotte jumps off, does the moonsault? She. Kicked EO right in the head, and EO was like holding her head. And I was like, she literally just kicked her in the head. Yeah. Uh, At what point did Charlotte think that doing a moonsault off the top of the that that's not okay for Ricochet? To do you do. think they talked about it before the match, or she just goes, "I'm going to the top"? I think Catch she me. said, "I'm going to the top." <laughs> I, I I thought they I thought they did really well with that. You know, I'm an old school guy. You are. I don't know if I've told you that. But I don't like the War Games cage without the roof on it. I I, I get that. I understand why they do, so we yeah. could have these, these, spots. these spots. But I'm an old school guy. When they had War Games back then, it was just beat the snot. They didn't have the the chairs, the no. all that stuff. It was just war. Yeah, guys just beating the crap out of each yep. other. Um. The guys did not bring as many weapons into the match as the girls did. Yeah. But they were both equally good matches. Yep. Um, Did you see Cody get a little emotional afterwards when he walked out of the cage and he said, oh, this was my dad's match. And he got a little emotional because, you know, oh, oh, uh, Dusty Rhodes Rhodes created the War Games match. Dusty Rhodes created War Games. And a lot of other things. 
Dusty know? Rhodes was in a lot of war games. Man. He was. He was. Um, I mean, his broken leg was the spark of the first War Games match. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Rhea and um, Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. I thought Zoe did really well holding her own against Rhea. But Rhea's really good. She is. I, there's there's nobody on the card that can match her right now. I don't, like, not even Charlotte. Like, Charlotte's yeah. not even that good. Yeah. Uh, she Charlotte could be. Yeah. Charlotte doesn't care enough. She doesn't put the work in anymore no. to do that. She's Rhea's not dropping that title until the perfect person comes along. And it, they're, they're not there yet. And it could be Jade Cargill. Maybe. But she's a long way away Charlotte from Charlotte is short-time in it on being a full-time wrestler. Yes. I mean, Becky, we're probably going to see Becky headed that way against Rhea next or leading into the, the WrestleMania season. Uh, let's see. What was the other? There was another match. I'm missing one. Dragon Lee and Santos That's, Escobar. It it was an okay match. You knew Santos was going to win that because uh-huh. he's going to be hot heel here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd rather seen Carlito in that match. But, they wanted to give Dragon Lee a shot on like a like a pay per view match. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He is good. Um, is he Japanese or Mexican? He's Mexican. How many dragons have you seen in Mexico? I don't. I don't know. But he refers to uh, Ray. I mean, it could be the Komodo dragons. You know, um, they from he, Japan. I don't know. He, he refers to um, Ray a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe is Dominic Mysterio the best heel in the business? Right now, he is. And he's he's an okay wrestler. He's getting better, isn't he? He is getting better. I mean, the, he was the last one out of the cage. They had to separate him from his dad. Yeah. Being with the group that he's with yes. has really improved him. And then have you seen the have you seen the videos of where they were interviewing them? Where the, those those four or five are traveling together. Yeah, they're they're like best friends. Yeah. And they were asking the questions about who who was the pickiest eater? And they go, oh, Dom. It's Dom. And they go, why is that? And he goes, he only eats one thing. And we have to go into the restaurant and say, do you serve this? And if not, we have to go somewhere else. And they go, what is it? And he goes, chicken tenders and fries. He's a kid. That's all he eats is chicken tenders and fries. Legit. That's all he will eat. And then they were talking about the radio selection and stuff. It was it – was, you hate to see those kind of interviews on heels. Because it pulls the curtain back. It does. But it is funny. But, I mean, the curtain has been pulled back for so long now, like, it doesn't matter. Right. You mean since Shawn Michaels, Triple H, since the curtain golf? All the way back to the very second episode. Didn't we talk this? about the curtain call? We did. Man, we what did. if the curtain call didn't happen? Right. It was our second episode. Go back and listen. Speaking of, last Saturday was our 200th episode. This Saturday. We're going to be meeting Ric Flair. We are. <laughs> Woo! Getting the old autographies. It's about time, right? About time. We've been chasing him for a chasing, long time. I've been chasing him. Hey, when he says, oldest ride with the longest line, buddy, his line is tremendously long. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. I and I'm sure it will be Saturday as well. Well, he's the good thing is he's he's there Saturday and Sunday. Right. Not that we're staying Saturday and Sunday. Right. But 
I feel confident that we're going to get his autograph Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe we will too. So we got a return. Actually, we got three returns on the pay per view. The biggest one of all is our truth. Yeah, <laughs> I've missed him. He's so funny. And listen, our truth's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, he has to be. <laughs> Just the fact that he was just in that little bitty skit about the potato chips. And he popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, and he goes, they're not potato chips, and they're not crisps. They're ruffles. <laughs> R-Truth's fantastic. He, he is. He's priceless. And then he was in the – he was actually in the stand on one of the videos that panned over, and he's sitting there eating popcorn. He's like <laughs> – uh, Randy Orton comes back and looked he looked jacked. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to be full time. I wouldn't think so. Uh, with his back injury. Uh, and Cody talked about that after the match that they, he come up and shook his hand and said, I appreciate the phone call. And it's like, so did like Cody legit call him and say, do you want to be a part of my team in war games? I think that's just the ultimate, like, they're not breaking storyline. Cody's so good. Cody's really good. He's got such a mind for the business. He might be, he might be my favorite wrestler ever yeah. at this point because he's just so good at it. Yeah. And and he had to leave in order for us to get this who version. he is. Yep. And I think he was this version. We just. He was never going to be that version. Nope. No, because Vince wasn't going to let him. He was never going to get out of the stardust. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a – he had a – like, he, he got over every character he ever was. Mm-hmm. And they still couldn't get it right. And he said, I, I was all in on stardust. Yeah. Until I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And then he had to leave. And that was the end of the show. Well, see you later. Stay safe, friends. <laughs> Oh, wait, we had one more person show up there. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're not going to say that the one guy who said this was going to happen was me. And I've been on this for – Sean, tell people how long I've been on this. Uh, About two months. Tell people that I'm pretty damn good at this. You, You are good at this. And I can tell you this. If you go all the way back to, like, episode 10, uh huh, when we talked about CM Punk, you said mm-hmm. everybody eventually comes home. I did. And that was 190 episodes ago. Yeah. And when he went to AEW, you said, I guess he's just, he's not going to come back. I said, he's the, ex- he'll, he'll be the exception to the rule. Yeah. And then he went and got fired from AEW, which I'm, I'm telling you, I think he did it on purpose. I think he did it on purpose because behind the curtains at AEW, he saw, well, maybe it wasn't that bad at WWE. Mm-hmm. And what what was a rumor last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday became reality on Saturday mm-hmm. because within 48 hours of the Survivor Series kicking off, Triple H called CM Punk. And they worked out a deal, and he literally signed the papers when he got to the arena. And five minutes later, he walked out, and that place went absolutely ape crap. There's a lot of people that think. There's a lot of people that think that that reaction was louder than his AEW reaction. Well, being someone that watched both of them, I don't know that. 
I mean, it was pretty loud. But I mean, I mean, you still had people crying. The emotion that that got, the emotion that CM Punk brings out of fans. Why'd you get so quiet? Blows my mind. I don't know. <laughs> the emotion. The emotion that Phil Brooks. Because you have to give emotion respect. The emotion that Phil Brooks generates in my loins. <laughs> I didn't say that. Drives people crazy. There was a, I saw one of the streamers that like literally broke down in tears. and couldn't talk. Here's the problem. And here's why I say the WWE was louder. Everybody knew he was debuting in AEW. It was the worst kept secret. That's true. Nobody thought he was. Wait, wait. Not nobody. Okay. At least one person. There was one guy. Yeah. At least that thought he was. And in all honesty, when you said that last week, did you really believe it? Or did you just say it because everybody else said no? Well, part of it was because everybody else said no. But you just said, I'd been on this for two months or longer. Whenever you realized that Survivor Series was in Chicago, you're like, I said it's the perfect storm for CM Punk. We're going to get CM Punk back. Mm -hmm. It's been ever since we've been in this studio. He's brought it up ever since we've been in this studio. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and and it happened. And... Raw's kicking off right now. <laughs> and he's opening the show, guaranteed. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you go back and listen to me, I'm pretty damn good at this. You are. I just waiting for Triple H to call me. That's all you can do. <laughs> Trips, just call me. I'm He writes it for you. I'll tell you what to do. And listen, you won't have to pay me as much as you pay Michael Purely Sexy Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But good, bad, or indifferent, CM Punk has people talk about him. He draws emotion. And if used correctly, and there's no reason for me to think that he won't be because it's Triple H ran WWE, it's going to make a lot of money for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and it's like Trip said in his thing, and we'll wrap, we'll wrap it up and move on. Triple H is different. CM Punk is different. The company's different 10 years later, uh-huh. right? And he's got guys that can that know how to do the business. And I think I think it'll be good. And I mean, Cody's basically the ambassador at this point between the wrestlers and and Trips, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think Cody will help them make it work. I really do. So, all right. So let's move on to our pick'em. I don't think Adam nor Wes ought to pick because they're not here. <laughs> okay, zeros across the board for them. Uh, you want to read Adams and I can read Wes's? Sure. Um, you go first. So let's see what we got here. We're picking 150 games this no, week. No, so. we're not. <laughs> so we're down to four matchups in our D2, so we're just going to keep going on that. That's the worst idea we've ever had. The first matchup is Cuts Town at Slip Rock. Uh, I'm going to stick with Cuts Town since I was the only one that got them last week. Adam's going Slip Rock. Okay. And Wes is going Cuts Town. And then I'll go Slip Rock. All right. Then we got Grand Valley State at Harding. I will go with the number one seed in Harding. Adam, too, is going Harding. Wes went with Grand Valley State. I'm going to go with Harding. We got Valdosta State at the surprise Lenar Ryan. 
you're getting better. Yeah. Maybe by the time they get eliminated, you'll get it. Uh, you'll get it properly. Yeah. I mean they they've they've kind of surprised a few teams. They're going to be at home this time. But man, it's hard to go against Valdosta. So I'll go Lenar Ryan. <laughs> Adams going Valdosta. So is Wes. So is Neil. I'm going with the Fighting Hell Mummies. All right. And then we got Central Washington at Colorado Mines again. Um, I'm going to ride with uh, with Cola Mines. Adam is too. Uh, Wes went with Central Washington. Give me Central Washington. All right. Then I'm we're t- going because I'm tired of hearing about your colon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to pick uh, the bigger games from uh, the. Conference championship games. Real quick, you realize you have SMU Tulane twice on here. So are we picking them here or are we picking them down here? Uh, it was down at the bottom. Okay. Because I thought so. I was copy and pasting. I missed that. So we got Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12 title game. We've already talked about this. I'm rolling with the Ducks. Adams going with the Huskies. Wes is going with the Ducks. I am going Oregon as well. Wrote that on the wrong line. Oklahoma State, Texas. Um, I can see Oklahoma State winning this game, but I think Texas is on a mission. They're going to try to get to that college football playoff before they get there, so I'm going to roll with Texas. Adam also is doing Texas. So is uh, Wes. And we'll go Texas across the board, even though I want to go Mike Gundy because he's a man. Well, the only thing that gets me is the fact that he is hell bent on sending them two out with without anything. So he'll have Oklahoma State ready to play. He will. So I won't be surprised if they do win that game. Right. Georgia and Alabama. It's a tough game, man. It's a tough game. Tough, tough game. Um I don't know that Jalen Milroy has got enough in him to win this game. Had they blown Auburn out and that not been such a close game, I would feel a little more about that. I'm going to pick Georgia, even though I'd really like to see Alabama get in and win me that money that I placed on them about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Georgia. Adam is going Georgia as well. So is Wes. For shits and giggles, give me Bama. I mean, a guy in first place can get, can make that bet. I can make a couple of those. So the streak is coming to an end Saturday. Because what streak? 29 in a row. Yeah, because <laughs> he went with Georgia. Sorry, Kirby. I've picked Georgia several times. <laughs> Sorry, Kerbs. Uh, Michigan and Iowa. I mean, I mean, if anybody picks Iowa. The, Kirk Ferentz isn't even picking Iowa. <laughs> you know who's not picking Iowa? <laughs> Brian Ferentz. <laughs> He, he doesn't like them. His dad. Can you imagine your dad has to fire you? Yeah. Well, they didn't give him a choice. I know. They fired you, him for it. Can you imagine like your dad has to fire you? Michigan across the board. Okay. They made a movie about that. Draft Michigan day. across the board. What? With Draft day. day. Yeah. Yeah. 
Actually, uh, it's the other way around. He fired his dad. Louisville and Florida State. Who you got? I picked Florida State to get to win the ACC at the beginning of the year. I'll I'll stick it I stick it out with them. All right, Adam is taking the veal. He said L's up, not L's down. We know who Wes is picking. He's not picking Louisville. Yeah, he took Florida State. I'm gonna take Florida State too. I want Florida State to win just so we can see all hell break loose in the college football playoff when they don't get picked. If they, to- I'm telling you, if they go 13 and 0, they have to put them in. Like they, they don't have an option. You don't see them putting Ohio State in over nope. them. Nope. I won't be shocked because it's all. What's the word of the day? Subjective. subjective. But at the end of the day, 13 and 0 in a Power Five over 12. It's not subjective. over over 11 and one in a Power Five. Yeah. I understand. I understand. And then we're going to do it a little differently. We're picking our dog yeah. out of the remaining conference games. Right. And it doesn't have to be a dog, right? No. You just pick the winner. Pick the winner. That's a five-point dog. Five point, and, you get, and you get five points if you get it right. So, as of right now, we have two different choices from them. He picked uh, – West picked Troy. Adam picked who? Miami. Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Man, I tell you what, I, I'm drawn towards that Tulane uh, SMU game. Me too. But SMU scores so many points. I could see them winning that game, but I could also see Tulane beating them. So I'm probably going to avoid that game. That's usually how games work. Either one team wins or the other. Yeah. Um, I could see that team winning too. I'm going to pick Liberty to beat New Mexico State. Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> since you'll since you'll shy away from it, I will not. Give me Tulane. So current standings, we didn't touch on that earlier. I'm being called a cheater. I don't know how I can cheat. I get the first pick. Adam was the one that cheated. Let's see. Holy crap, how many text messages so, was that? So, you're in last place at 93. Yep. Adam is in third place at 96. Yep. Wes is second place, 97. So, by process of elimination, that means I'm in first place. Yes. With 116. Yep. So, that's why we continue to pick 147 games <laughs> is because we're trying to make up ground. <laughs> it's still not possible. Oh, it's possible. We don't have that many games left. We do not. Next week is like three. Yeah, yeah. And five. There will be like five games next week. Yeah. Army, Navy, and the the, the D2 games be all there is, and then the bowl season will do something different. Yeah. I mean, so I'm basically the winner. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm just trying to get out of last place. I mean, I'm basically the winner. Yeah. And just have it be known that I've, this is now two years in a row. <laughs> yeah. I have to change the rules again next year trying to beat <laughs> So – Whew, a lot of information, right? A lot of talking, a lot of rambling, yeah. bumbling. Old school, though, right? Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. I like episodes when it's just me and you and the guy in the corner. I mean, I eat potato <laughs> chips and the oatmeal the cream pie. The corner will be in the pick of next year, and you know what happens there. You finish last? I take the winners <laughs> right after Monday night. You do. I get, I get, I get darren a lot. <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah, we'll definitely we'll get you we'll, on my way to finish. We can put him in for the basketball one. We'll do, we're going to do a basketball one, but we'll probably do that after Christmas. Yeah, once the conference games start, because yeah. there aren't a whole lot of. I mean, even though you got, I mean, you got games coming up like Kentucky versus Miami. That's eight versus twelve. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty solid game. Yeah, but I, I'm intrigued by that game. Miami beat Kentucky last year. I think I think it's this I think Kentucky it, team's different. I think it, and I think Bradshaw could be back. I think uh, this is a statement win for John Calipari's young cats. He, he needs to win this game. It's at home, right? Yep. He needs to win this game, definitely. So, Well, guys, another great episode. Um, thank you so much for listening to us. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.